looks like this is happening, folks. It has been confirmed from the UFO chief of the Pentagon that there is, in fact, an alien mothership on our solar system. This was from the, U- the Pentagon UFO chief. There is a possibility that extraterrestrial motherships and smaller probes may be visiting planets in our solar system. The head of the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Research Office noted in a report drafted and shared Tuesday, March the 7th. An artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its close passage to Earth. An operational construct not too dissimilar from NASA missions. Sean Kirkpatrick, director of the Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. That office wrote in a research report co-authored by Abraham Loeb, chairman of Harvard University's astronomy department. Kirkpatrick, who was appointed as director of the AARO when it was founded in July 2022, previously served as the chief scientist at the Defense Intelligence Agency's Missile and Space Intelligence Center. The AARO was established to investigate unidentified objects of interest around military installations, according to a Pentagon press release. Loeb, on the other hand, gained notoriety when he proposed our solar system had been traversed by its first extrasolar visitor in October 2017. At that time, the Pan-STARRS telescope in Hawaii detected an object moving at a speed that caused scientists to suggest that it originated outside of our solar system. The object's orbit also hinted at other forces besides the sun's gravitational pull influencing its movement, especially since it would follow a certain pattern, then stop, change course, go back to where it was originally when it was sighted, and then change course again. Scientists dubbed the object a mua mua, the Hawaiian term for scout which Kirkpatrick and Loeb offer in their research paper as an example of a possible mothership with probe capabilities. With proper design, these tiny probes would reach Earth or other solar systems, planets, for exploration. As the parent craft passes by within a fraction of the Earth-Sun separation, just like Aumuamua did, the authors explained astronomers would not be able to notice the spray of many probes because they do not reflect enough sunlight for existing survey telescopes to notice them. The research paper, titled Physical Constraints on Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, comes following a month of intense scrutiny of unidentified flying objects. A stirring trend ignited with the Chinese spy balloon captivated the nation by drifting across the U.S. airspace. Three additional unidentified objects were subsequently found and shot down. On February 16th, Marco Rubio, Kristen Gillibrand, and 12 other senators sent a letter to Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks and Deputy Director of National Intelligence Stacey Dixon, calling for full funding for the AARO. The Biden administration's previous funding request 
for fiscal year 2023 failed to fund anything beyond the office's basic operating expenses, the lawmakers argued. AARO provides the opportunity to interrogate and integrate and resolve threats and hazards to the U.S., while also offering increased transparency to the American people and reducing the stigma, the lawmaker letters said. AARO's success will depend on robust funding for its activities and cooperation between the Department of Defense and the intelligence community. This is Neil Parks. I'm your host for Paranormally Speaking. And if you haven't been able to guess it by now, I will be discussing the threat of invasion of our planet. The Pentagon has confirmed it. NASA has confirmed it and hidden it and confirmed it again. Talked about it. Redacted. Closed the case. Reopened. Talked about it. The same with our military and other branches of our intelligence communities. The chatter has been around for decades. People of ancient centuries have encountered these things, seen them, dedicated artwork to them, whatever they may be, wherever they may be coming from. And now the intelligence community has weighed in and confirmed that there are, in fact, vessels visiting our planet, vehicles of some sort that are not of this planet, not of this galaxy or any known origin of man. And this director of intelligence from the Pentagon stated that there is a mothership floating around outside of our planet, dropping off probes to watch us, to monitor us. Is this like Star Trek Insurrection? Uh, If you've never seen that movie, you should check it out. It has nothing to do with the insurrection of January 6th, where domestic terrorists try to overthrow our government. But it has to do with an alien entity... Or a group of observing life and what we do in our daily pattern. Whether it be an observation before an attack or an invasion, your guess is as good as mine. But this episode is all about an alien threat. And threat is kind of a negative word. I want to say alien presence. What do they want? Where are they coming from? Are they coming from here? Are they us from the future? I can hopefully answer all these questions for you as I present more and more findings and research that I've gathered for this episode. Please hold for an important message from our first sponsor of this episode. Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Well, as much as I hate the guy that presented this next story that I'm about to share with you, I feel it's necessary to share with this episode. Even though the author of this article has the kind of face I would love to punch repeatedly. Uh, He is a boil on the ass of society. But I will be more than willing to share from Tucker Carlson as he shares bizarre tales of troops dying from UFO encounters. During an appearance on the False Send podcast, 
Fox News' Tucker Carlson recalled a recent discussion with a Stanford professor who, 11 years ago, was allegedly tasked by the Defense Department to investigate numerous cases of troops dying due to UFO-inflicted brain injuries. The polarizing host of Tucker Carlson Tonight shared that his source, who claimed to have expertise in traumatic brain injury, studied the brains of more than 100 troops who died following such encounters. The professor also told Carlson that there are dozens of open court cases that support his claims. A number of cases, these things have landed on military bases. Servicemen have approached them and they get traumatic brain injury or they are killed, Carlson said on the podcast. I'm like, why isn't this on the front page of the New York Times? I don't know. The U.S. military, meanwhile, is having no part of the particular UFO discussion. That story is false, Susan Goh, a Defense Department spokesperson, told Military Times. The Pentagon declined to comment further. UFOs have become a hot-button topic among military officials in recent months and years. In fact, last week, the head of the Pentagon's all-domain anomaly resolution office drafted a report suggesting alien vessels could indeed be sending out search probes throughout our solar system. As mentioned earlier in my episode, uh, discussing the mothership that is sort of hiding on the outer rim of our galaxy within our universe, an artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its small passage to Earth, an operational construct not too dissimilar from NASA missions, Sean Kirkpatrick wrote in the report co-authored by Abraham Leo Loeb, chairman of Harvard University's astronomy department, named physical constraints on unidentified aerial phenomena. The research paper was published after weeks of heightened reporting on unidentified aerial phenomena after a Chinese spy balloon traversed U.S. airspace. Kind of makes you wonder if that really was a Chinese spy balloon. Or that is just the red herring they're using to pull our attention away from the fact that it was an alien probe. Unparalleled insider access. Get it all. Introducing the Sirius XM Platinum VIP plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer details apply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. Moving onward and upward, this also brings to mind a story that was released back in 2018 and has resurfaced again because our satellites have intercepted two massive objects that are actually extracting energy from our sun spotted by NASA's solar heliospheric observatory. These videos that are floating around on the internet were caught and posted all over the world 
And while government officials attempted to remove them as best as they could, it was far too late as the giants of the UFO groups joined together to justify why this finding was so substantial and why it needed to be checked into, as it simply shows what NASA has been hiding from us all along. The first observation was made by the Internet as a whole, as several people at the same time discovered the sphere standing just beyond the sun's vicinity. But that's not all. As a few months later, another UFO hunter came out to say that he himself had actually come across a much more significant discovery, as yet another UFO could be seen in the same images. The second UFO totally surprised anyone who saw the image to begin with and also broke down NASA's own interpretation of the incident as the coronal cavity associated with the filament was no longer probable given the second experience near the sun. So what is the spherical objects to start with? It is a planet-sized UFO, unlike anything we've seen before. This is claimed to be greater than our world. This object is larger than our planet, and it looks as if it's collecting plasma from the light, basically chewing away at the corona of the sun and extracting the energy away to use it as fuel for their ships. Another recent discovery was made by none other than Scott C. Waring, himself, as it appears, like he's done an impossible yet again, proving the multi-billion dollar corporation NASA wrong for the zillionth time now. He decided to confront them face-to-face -face during their annual meeting, asking them who they believed they were with their latest attempt to deny the existence of UFOs. Their, solo, their solar heliospheric observatory captured the original image. This means that there was no glitch in the capture, which is a clear indication that it was an attempt to censor a UFO in outer space. A UFO the size of our planet, mind you. Scott strongly believes that this was done to conceal an alien ship harvesting plasma energy from our sun. NASA did not censor the following images that are available online which show what appears to be an enormous UFO harvesting plasma energy from the sun and using it as fuel. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. That's terrific. Pop culture has given us many ideas of what aliens could be like. E.T., he brought a lot of heart and compassion for beings from other worlds and the compassion they would have for us. ALF, the 
short-lived sitcom from the 80s. I think he was on about four seasons. He brought the laughs. He brought the heart. Uh, That was a fun show. And it showed that humans and aliens could coexist in the same household. Then, of course, you've got the movie Aliens, which shows a more hostile version of an alien. And that us meeting with them would not be a, a good idea or a way in our favor. Then you've got Close Encounters of the Third Kind. They wanted to bring compassion and understanding to us and allow us to learn from them and learn from our mistakes. Then you've got the variations of aliens in the X-Files. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, the gray aliens. What kind of an agenda do they have? Are they, in fact, crossbreeding with our species and creating a hybrid human-alien species? since they may or may not be able to reproduce on their own any longer. That's one theory. But the one that I'm about to talk about would be humans will undoubtedly attack aliens before they attack us, says one scientist. Humanity has often longed for the stars, wishing to find other species out in the expanse. But if humans and aliens collided... Would it be a peaceful interaction? Absolutely not. If you think otherwise, you're adorably naive. With humanity's history of violence and colonialism, it's impossible to believe that humans and aliens would get along. Now, scientist Albert Canaletto in the report, will aliens attack first or will humans attack aliens first? Canaletto explained that humans are far more likely to be the invading aliens than being invaded by another force. In fact, the chance of extraterrestrials being the initial threat is incredibly minimal. The scientists came up with the minuscule odds of humanity being invaded by aliens, just 0.0014%, of course. This is good news for us, as we don't particularly want to be invaded, but bad for any existing extraterrestrials as we are the much bigger threat. Canaletto explains that humanity would more likely attack humans. Humanity would more likely attack aliens due to the fact that extraterrestrials reaching Earth would likely already be nonviolent. With Earth unlikely to be the first planet of additional contact for alien races, there would be no reason to attack humanity. In his report, Canaletto explains that the war-going nature of our species changes as they become more technologically advanced. Specifically, as civilizations start to use more energy, they are less likely to attack. Canaletto calls the Kardashev scale If an alien race researched Earth, it would likely be a galactic civilization. This means that the race would be able to harness energy from the entirety of the known universe, thus not needing to fight Earth over resources. Data from last century shows that the frequency of invasions between countries have gradually decreased as time goes by, the scientist told Forbes. With this in mind, aliens coming to Earth are more likely to come to Earth purely for scientific purposes. However, humanity might wish to fight 
in order to advance technology and gain access to more researches. And welcome back. Thank you so much for sticking with me this long. I don't have much left to get through, but I would be happy to share this with you as a former Pentagon UFO official, Louis Elizondo, is to reveal shocking details in a new book. The former head of the U.S. government's secretive UFO program is penning a book for HarperCollins that includes profound implications for humanity. The former director of a secretive U.S. government UFO program is ready to tell his full story and also to discuss the secret space program. He headed the Pentagon's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program effort to study UFOs around the world and affiliated with the Secret Space Program. He has signed a book deal with William Moreau, an imprint of HarperCollins, after a competitive bidding war for the U.S. publishing rights. The memoir promises to reveal shocking, never-before-shared details regarding his learned information about UFOs and the profound implications for humanity, all of which will escalate what is already a hot-button topic globally. He was featured on CBS 60 Minutes segment on the UFO phenomenon. That has racked up 10 million views on YouTube, making it the show's fourth most-watched segment on that streaming service. Former President Barack Obama added on the late show in May of 2021, what is true, and I'm actually being serious here, is that there are, there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are, where they come from. We can't explain how they moved, their trajectory. They did not have an easy explainable pattern. And so, you know, I think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. In June, the Pentagon released the long-awaited report in 2021 on UFOs, which have been redubbed Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. That contained limited information about the task forces and the secret space program's findings. The report focused on 143 sightings by military aviators, made since 2004 alone. Of the objects that seem to defy traditional classification and some of which seem to break the laws of physics as well. The report offered five possible conclusions about what objects could be, and that ranged from the ultra-mundane birds, plastic bags, to the rather worrisome top-secret technology from U.S. adversaries like Russia and China to the rather eyebrow-raising other most significantly to UFO buffs. The report did not rule out aliens and concluded more study was needed. The American people now know a small portion of what I, my colleagues in the Pentagon, have been privy to for decades, says Mr. Elizondo, that the UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, are not secret U.S. technology, that they do not seem to belong to any known allies or adversaries, and that our intelligence services have yet to identify a terrestrial explanation for these extraordinary vehicles. This conversation is only just beginning. 
Elizondo was a former U.S. Army counterintelligence special agent and helped hunt drug traffickers, terrorists, and spies in 2008. He was asked to be part of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, a $22 million program sponsored by then-Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid to study UFOs. In 2010, he was made director of the program, and in 2017, he resigned from his position in protest of excessive government secrecy regarding UFOs. Elizondo was also involved in To the Stars, Academy of Arts and Sciences, from 2017 to 2020, and appeared on History Channel's Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigations. In 2019, a Pentagon spokesperson attempted to cast doubt on Elizondo's leadership role within the AATIP. But Harry Reid issued a counterstatement that firmly vouched for Elizondo's position. Elizondo's book deal was brokered by Dan Farah of Farah Films and Management and Fat Reese, Jindal of YRP Partners in Literary and Media with the Moral Depertie, Senior VP and Executive Editor at William Morrow. His involvement with the Secret Space Program was confirmed and cannot be denied. Next segment. This story I'm about to share with you is absolutely mind-blowing. It was sent to me about a week ago, and it's connected to the declassified and recently unearthed files from the CIA on UFO phenomenon, stating that a UFO attack occurred and five extraterrestrials petrified 23 Russian soldiers. 23 Russian soldiers lost their life during a UFO attack in Siberia. The CIA declassified report describes this event as a horrific picture of revenge on the part of extraterrestrial creatures, a picture that makes one's blood freeze. The frightful information was one of the many published online by the CIA directly connected to their website. Chiefly, it involves a horrible event about a UFO alien attack which turned into stone 23 Russian soldiers. Now, I said earlier this occurred in 1988. I was mistaken. It was March 27, 1993. This infamous report was created then. In a translation of a report from the Ukrainian newspaper, Ternopil Virginility, Namely, the newspaper claims that after Mikhail Gorbachev lost his leadership, many KGB files ended up in CIA hands. Among them, allegedly there was a 250-page portfolio on the strange UFO attack. The report included pictures and witness statements as well. And it just keeps getting weirder. For example, is the Secret Service hiring alien reptile shapeshifters? The Secret Service has had more than its share of issues lately over the years, from prostitution scandals to getting caught in the middle of a political tiff over canceling White House tours due to sequestering. But at least the agency's leaders weren't doing anything truly crazy, like hiring alien reptilian shapeshifters to guard the president. Or were they? Danger Room reported on a new conspiracy video that was released, and it is a hoot, purporting to show that a shapeshifter has been or was on President Obama's security detail and stayed on after Obama left well into the 
Trump administration, or as I call the Trump regime. This alien shapeshifter had accidentally revealed himself to news cameras during a speech by President Obama at that time. Apparently, the alien's mechanism for changing his reptilian appearance went a little haywire, so essentially the cloaking device stopped working. Danger Room succeeded in getting an actual comment on this blockbuster story from Caitlin Hayden, the chief spokeswoman for National Security Council. Any alleged program to guard the president with aliens or robots would likely have to be scaled back or eliminated in the sequester. If that non-denial denial just makes the story even more intriguing to you, then that video is right up your alley, which you can easily find on YouTube, TikTok, and various other video-based programs. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. I'm sorry, that's all I have for you this week. I hope it was informative. I hope it was entertaining. Please be sure to listen to this podcast and regular rotation on Wednesday nights on 96.6 The Wolf. You can find them online. They are a web radio broadcast, 96.6 The Wolf. You can hear this new episode and archived episodes from past seasons and previous weeks. Thank you so much for listening to Paranormally Speaking. I am your host, Neil Parks. Have a great rest of the week and a terrific weekend. Please be good to one another. Don't know how much longer we have on this planet, so let's make the best of it and be kind. Thank you, and peace out. 